0: Don't be ashamed to learn things that you need to know. Here's Explanations, Dr. Doe.
1: Sexplanations podcast episode 88 on trans awareness with my friend Acton, who uh, did this, this similar episode of the Sexplanations YouTube channel. Wow. And that's what we're talking about. I just want to know what that was like for you, all the things, how you've been. You ready?
0: I'm ready. That was so long ago. Was that... <laughs> Uh, was yeah. that five years ago? Yes. Yikes. Okay. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let me see. Uh, I, I really liked it. I had a great time. Uh, the questions were fantastic. And, <laughs> and honestly, the, the one thing that I do really remember was that first question you laid out on me. Was, what did I ask? It was, would you like to describe what transgender means? And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> 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 and I thought I was being so rude, but I was like, oh, wait, let me explain myself. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And then I just explained what it was, what it meant to me. And then we moved on from there. But I just remember that first nervous exclamation where I was like,
1: Ooh. has your definition changed?
0: My definition? I think, I think it's still the same. I think it's, I mean, I think initially I described it as feeling uncomfortable in my body and trying to reconnect with myself long, short of it. Mm-hmm. And I felt really reluctant to describe what transgender meant, what transgender means, because mm-hmm. it means so many different things to so many different people, um, not including, um, I mean, in, it's hard to find a dis- to just. Disc- I mean, there's a medical description, right? But that doesn't encapsulate the whole spectrum, if you will, yeah. of people who consider themselves trans and not even trans, you know. Yeah. So
1: that sounds really inclusive and sensitive, <laughs> respectful and considerate. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So your first takeaway was. Good question.
0: Yeah, that's the first thing I remember.
1: So then, the second thing.
0: The second thing that I remember was I think we interviewed for forty-five minutes to an hour,
1: I felt. So. Like
0: Was it longer? Was it shorter?
1: It was probably that long.
0: Right? But then it was magically coalesced into like three minutes. Yeah. And I thought that was really impressive. Aww. <laughs> I thought that was really amazing because I, I feel like we talked about a lot of different things uh-huh. and had lots of descriptions and then somehow y'all were uh, were able to pick out the choice parts and just be like really hit it home.
1: Yeah. Shout out to Nick Jenkins. Right. The right? editor and videographer at the time. Yeah. He's very talented. Talented, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: I uh, mean, what do you remember? I mean, I don't...
1: Oh, gosh. I remember thinking that my hair had a lot of gel in it. Fair. Yeah. And, um, the shot for that was one camera facing me and one camera facing you kind of mm-hmm. over our shoulders. Mm-hmm. And in future episodes, we ended up doing side by like two people sitting on the couch side by side oh, okay. and one camera uh, facing them. And that showed more of the interaction. So that's why I was, uh, like, you and I have known each other for so long and I appreciate you so much. And yes, we had this conversation, but it right. was, it was like, the feeling of a 60 minutes versus two friends on a couch. Fair. And so um, I love it. And it also missed, I think, some of the flavor of our relationship. I could
0: see that. I mean, three minutes.
1: Yeah, that yeah. too.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's hard to really distill down, you know, mm-hmm. into something that's going to be um, viewed quite a bit. Yeah, it was, yeah. right? Yeah. I was really surprised by that because I don't particularly find myself that entertaining. Really? <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm glad people like it. But I was definitely feeling a little like, oh, wow, this is like, this is, oh, um, sorry to change tracks. But that's the other thing that I remember was that you you had to tell me to increase my social media footprints. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I you, did? What did I say? You, you're the one who told me that, hey, is there any way that people, do you have a Twitter account? Do you have something that people can reach out to you to? and i was gassed i never thought about things like that does that make sense yeah yeah so that is pretty much you're the reason why i have a twitter account now uh, okay yay yeah,
1: good <laughs> i'm glad I'm fascinated by that because I don't think I've told people to do that Mm. since then or even before then but Mm. I probably anticipated at that time that you would be some of the audience's first Mm. person Mm. um, who shared about their transition and that they would want to make contact with you. Did anyone end up reaching out?
0: You know, interestingly enough, it was through my Facebook account. Whoa! Right? And because I remember telling you that, um, I mean, I shouldn't say that you are the reason why I have a Twitter account. You're pretty much the reason why though that i had more activity on my twitter account okay because up until that point i just had pictures of lamps and still do on my twitter account
1: because you're a fantastic artist thank you and mechanic
0: yeah but i did get some messages on facebook and that was generally from people within my friend sphere who had questions not necessarily people who i didn't know Mm -hmm. except for i had two people reach out to me on my web lamp website who sent me thank you emails through my website
1: yeah, it was really it was
0: really sweet. Like I had no uh in you know designs or intentions of expecting anyone mm. to reach out to me, but I really appreciated the thank you emails, all two of them. Oh my cheek tight <laughs> smiling.
1: That's, that's incredible. Mm. I love hearing that. Mm. Well, and then Upworthy picked it up.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. And
1: then it went (gasps) viral. I totally forgot about that. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I'm going to
1: look. I want to see how many views it has at this time.
0: Oh man. That's super embarrassing. Why? Because it's five years ago. I mean, so much has changed. Like I'm I'm 40 now. What? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You look like you're 26. I think you're
1: (laughs) That's incredible. Well, congratulations. Happy birthday. Well, thank you. 40. I mean, I'm right behind you, but it is a weird thing to have who I consider peers
0: mm-hmm. at 40. My goodness. I mean, that makes us adults now, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, something like that. Oh, man. Oh, okay. I'm going to get this. It's it's taking me to the channel because I I have Nerdfighteria Wiki pulled up for it, which is great because it shares the entire sc- transcript. Of the video, the episode, so I can (laughs) see
0: what you said and what I said
1: without having to interrupt our conversation. But I'm having a hard time just viewing it uh, on YouTube. So give me a moment here. No worries. It's called Trans Awareness. Yeah, I wonder how far it went out into the world. Because I know that um, Upworthy picks up things and then other companies were picking up Upworthy's stuff.
0: I remember that as well. The internet is a fickle place. It's fickle. It's real. You know, I remember looking at it and being like, holy cow. Oh, wow. And then some of my friends who follow, who either followed Upworthy or were connected with Upworthy in some way were saying things like, holy cow, I just saw you. Have you seen this? And I think, I don't remember, I can't remember who told me that it was on Upworthy. It might've been you. I don't recall. But somebody contacted me and was like, dude, have you seen that you're on Upworthy? And I was said, absolutely not.
1: I think somebody told you and you told me,
0: maybe. That's entirely because it was five millennia ago. <laughs> right? I do
1: not recall. Oh, you look like such a baby.
0: Do I look like 18 in that photo?
1: Okay. You do. And now you look 26. <laughs> Thank you. That's amazing. Oh, and I have crooked teeth. Fun. Look at all the changes we've been through since then. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I think I had more hair, less of a receding hairline. Um,
1: yeah. Your hair looks the same. Really? I mean, I mean, hang on. Okay. Yeah, you have a lot of hair.
0: That's very generous of you. Thank you.
1: Don't you think? I mean, you've got a huge bushy beard right now and you're a ha- <sighs> yeah, full head of hair.
0: I think anyone that you talk to who experiences a receding hairline always agrees that, oh, yeah, I got hair great in other places that are great, but not in the places that I really want to see.
1: Have you started getting it in your ears? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I
0: would say at the stroke of midnight on my 40th birthday, not only did I grow the most ginormous nose hair, I also grew my first white hair. That was like, it was like, <laughs> And all of a sudden, I was like, hey, you're 40. Hello.
1: A white hair. Yeah.
0: And a nose, a long yeah, nose. Yeah. Hair. And it was so surprising because I was like, how could you even miss that? I mean, I, it's like a pinky finger sticking out of my nose right now.
1: Yeah. Because they just come out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then do you get them on the tops of your ears? No, no, no. I just haven't, in the ears. Just, I mean, we're not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. I get
0: the weird. Have you ever experienced the one random long hair that grows out of your face <laughs> <It's> phenomenon? <laughs> So, like, I don't grow right here. I here hair right, like, in my upper cheeks. So, like, I got a beard, right? Uh But then there's, like, the space below my eyes. And then there's just that random long hair that creeped in, creeped out in the middle of the night. You're just like.
1: I don't get that. But I do have one on my nipple. It's just like, we're here. Yeah. We're doing this. Like, hello. Yeah. Back hair?
0: Yes. Shoulder hair. Things that I yeah. never thought that would happen now that I'm older. Uh, shoulder hair. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be pretty sparse, but now it's coming in like, like maybe I'm going to be that dude in the steam room who just <laughs> walks in. <laughs> it's not particularly hairy, but just has that patchy hair on his shoulders. Yeah. And you're just like, that's stunning. Amazing.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just randomly. Okay. Yeah. Are you gonna
0: leave it? Uh I started leaving it. I used to shave it off uh-huh. because vanity. Uh-huh. And now I'm just like, just accept it, just embrace it, accept it. Maybe not let it grow to two meters long, but you know, just, <laughs> just let it happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the video has almost a hundred thousand views. It's exciting.
0: This is the Upworthy video, right?
1: This is the original video. Oh,
0: wow. Okay.
1: I mean, that Upworthy picked up. And it was published on November 20th, 2014. So whatever that
0: means. That was five years ago. Yeah. Wow.
1: Pretty cool. Here's some comments for you. Oh boy. I teared up when Acton said his boss never messed up his pronouns and name. Like it seems like such a small thing, but that one gesture goes a huge way in showing me a trans person that you not only want to respect and validate me, but you want me to feel respected and validated. And so you just make sure I feel that way. It is a small thing to do, but it has a big positive consequence.
0: And you know, there's so much negativity on the internet and I know that sounds cliche, but when people leave Thoughtful Comments, like that blows me away. You know, like I mean they took the time just to say, "Fuck yeah." Yeah. yeah.
1: Have you read the comments on this ever? Uh, I,
0: I I may have, again that's a little fuzzy. I know I resisted for a really long time because I didn't was not into reading comments on a lot of things. Yeah. that I read on the internet. Well, that's just
1: I'm looking care. at them and they are thus far really positive with incredible amounts of jealousy for your facial hair. Mm,
0: You should take a look at me now.
1: Is there an uncut (laughs) version of this or anything? I would love to hear much more of Acton's story if he's willing. I wonder if I have raw footage of that. I doubt it. Mm. But that would be a cool thing to release. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Aww. Because I think when Upworthy picked it up, there was attention paid to your boss, right? Like, this is how bosses should handle
0: situations Right, 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 right. Yeah. Because, um, you know, the story was that he had asked me if I was happy and I said, yeah. And I was so worried that I was going to be fired because I was in a probationary period. I could have been fired. Mm-hmm. And, and to be fair, you know, there's no, there's, depending on what company that you work for, that out of the picture, there's not a lot of trans protections in Montana itself. So it's, it's, or in the world, in the in the world as as well, and I was really, really just preparing myself to lose that job, mm. and I and it's not it's not uncommon, you know. I mean, it, it sounds sad, but it's 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 a really hard reality for so many people that I'm just astounded when people you know say that they're surprised. You know, I mean, people have been murdered just for existing. You think that they wouldn't lose their job for existing? I mean, yeah. Like, and I know that sounds harsh, but it's also you know we're in a harsh place.
1: Yeah. I think that it speaks volumes to how important it is for us to be ourselves, too. That you, it was, you needed to say it. even if it meant you risked your job or your life or whatever that was
0: right and you
1: needed to be you yeah
0: and honestly let's be real there was no way i was gonna hide the beard the the cracking voice the the thing the the secondary characteristics that happen when you take testosterone there's i mean for me personally there was no way that i was going to be capable of hiding it any longer yeah so yeah
1: i'm glad your story has had so much happiness to it me too me too very
0: thankful yeah
1: um how how do we me the audience the world or whatever be better allies
0: i mean right off the bat i could just say hey it was recently international pronoun day who knew i mean something as basic as respecting people's chosen pronouns and names is tantamount to uh feels like moving a boulder sometimes Mm. i i will also (laughs) rightly say that there is I mean, there's all, okay. I don't even know where to start with that. There's like a whole list of things, right? I mean, there's the pronouns, there's the names, there's the, the, this, the, the weird expectations that, you know, society has of trans people where it's like, you should be, be able, you should transition and you should transition in secret and you should do all the things to make yourself look as cis as possible. You need to pass. You need to pass at all costs. You need to pass in order to save your life, your job and your home and your family. And uh, I, I think some of those, uh, Uh, expectations are completely unreasonable and some people want to have that and a lot of people don't i think as allies we also have to let go of those expectations of how people how trans people are supposed to be in the world or even how we're supposed to treat trans people in the world you know Mm -hmm. you know some folks don't want to be out they want not be outed they don't want to tell you their birth name they don't want to talk about their genitals. some people have the state like space to carry that you know and most of us are just kind of in the space where i'm like use google you want to know about something google that meanwhile treat people like human beings
1: yeah I mean, just after asking the question and then hearing you, I'm like, "Oh, I'm expecting you to do the work of telling me how to be a better ally mm-hmm. when my responsibility is to look for it online, find answers, talk to other allies, and figure out how we do better mm-hmm. without expecting
0: right, right, yeah, anyone to yeah, I know, and it sounds- to guide us or like. <laughs>
1: you know like here's how you do it here's how you talk to me here's here are the questions that are okay to ask and the questions that aren't like i think it's that's on me to research and know and learn and practice you
0: know if we were in class then i would expect you to like (laughs) ask those questions and like you know help people do that research because they're in a learning space but whatever yeah uh I would also say that, um, you know, it's also it's it's such an in, a phenomenon that's happening where people make shout outs. And it's a little bit more than a shout out, like GoFundMe's stuff like that, helping people in need. But it's also very legitimate where, you know, how can we help people, especially trans folks, especially trans folks of color? And uh, people are like, give them money. I like it. Yeah. Give money. Yeah. You see, you see an organization that helps trans folks, give them money. Yeah. Yeah. You got a friend who's, who needs help raising rent. Yeah. Help them.
1: I like that. I mean that, and that's why I ask you, yes, I can get answers on the internet, but I also want to hear your take because I think you're a wise person.
0: Yeah. And honestly, if, (laughs) you know, I mean, if I see uh, a trans business owner online, you you sure as hell I buy shit from them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Anyone in particular you'd like to plug? Uh, I mean yourself. <laughs> like.
1: How do we yes. find your art,
0: Akvin? It's at, it's at adcibledesign.com. Yeah. You can buy my stuff if you would like, but it's also in terms of, uh, I mean, everything from t-shirts to artists to, you even just, you just want to go to a band. You know, there's so many people online who are hustling so hard, myself included. Mm-hmm. Hustle, hustle, hustle. Our side hustles, our main hustles, our whatever hustles. Yeah. Okay. And people always say capitalism sucks. I'm also like, capitalism rules my world. So <laughs> there's a sound like, I'm pretty sure yeah. <laughs> it was like money rules everything. What is it's, uh, the song is like, uh, money rules everything around me. Yeah. It's also a tool.
1: Yeah. Okay. So pronouns, names, Let's quit picking around for information about the, the person's work. past. Right. Right. Do the work of looking it up on your own on how to be a better ally. I will make a video mm-hmm. to make it even easier for people, myself right. included. Mm-hmm. And if you have the financial resources, spend money. Yeah. Or show it's,
0: support. Even if it's a, something as simple as going to the local clinic's fundraiser so they can offer free health services to... Um, 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 communities that can't afford healthcare, <laughs> do that because I guarantee you those clinics help trans folk get healthcare. I mean, you'll have to do the research to find out which like yeah. clinics do, but yeah. it's like, it's that easy. It's insanely easy.
1: Well, and it can be on allies too to do that work. Yeah. So instead of, um, communities having to call and say, like, hey, am I safe here as a client? Hey, do you provide these services, et cetera, et cetera? Oh, it's easy. Yeah. The it's allies easy. can do it. Mm-hmm. Make a nice list that's mm-hmm. accessible online or a clever little brochure that can go to a local center or safe space. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. 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 Get a, an A plus for ally. You're here. I think. I don't know. Am I doing something wrong? What can I do? <laughs> what can I do better? Where am I making mistakes?
0: I don't know. I don't know. You know, we sort of caught about when by that question was, how can I be an ally? What can I do to help you? And then it's always this wave. It's always this overwhelming wave of uh, thought and feelings inside because there's so much going on. I mean, everything from our current presidency to, you know, legislation to the Supreme Court, all the way distilled down to our community where we're talking about, um, expand, you know, the same conversation, whether or not we're going to expand Medicaid and blah, 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 blah. And they're just like, man. i don't know how you can be a better ally is the first response i have but it's also like you know we're not i mean you don't live in a vacuum like you have to think the similar things that i do right mm-hmm. like what can i do to reach out and how and make those steps to do it whether it's like whether you have money or not you know yeah yeah mm. also uh shout out to you know stop murdering trans folks yeah especially trans women of color yeah, that would be really great if that stopped happening Ugh.
1: i don't know yeah I don't even know what
0: to say about it you know right it's uh, it's one of those things where you're just like I guess thinking back to that list of things that I was saying about how <clears throat> excuse me about how you know things as simple as using the correct pronoun you know letting go of those expectations that we have uh, of trans folk or gender nonconforming or you know non-binary folk um, and realizing that there is like a pretty sick system out there that literally exists to destroy those people and you know to destroy our people myself included and it's very much rooted in you know uh, transphobia homophobia uh, you know and completely aimed at minority communities and i just i just feel like when people don't see that level of is the word impunity is that the right word impunity means
1: i'll look it up impunity, Imp- impunity. and <laughs> Okay, exemption from punishment or freedom from the injurious consequences of an action.
0: Right so that is the correct word when you know that people can exercise violence against a group of people without with impunity you know that there's something wrong right I mean yes (laughs) you're just like oh yeah yeah that's insane like where are we living right now
1: do you fantasize at all about like dream scenario
0: dream scenario
1: like um everybody gets to express their sexuality the way they want yeah. to with clothing nobody has to conform to a binary to make everybody
0: comfortable or you know like I mean in my fantasy world we have our own continent who's <laughs> so, we <laughs> like, you feel you know, like our yeah. you know like my trans friends and neighbors we have our own continent <laughs> You know, very liberal out. government. And, you know, it's very much like, you know, everything is amazing on that continent. Have I mean, you named the continent? No, I haven't. People are like, why do you just wish for an island? And I'm all like, screw your island. Get us a continent. Like, it's space to roam
1: And Got not Things to
0: do. Absolutely not.
1: Which one? Which which continent would you like?
0: My I'll imaginary about, continent. Yeah. yeah like making just arrangements. Make, making arrangement as well. So forth.
1: Oh, it's like another one just breaks off. Or it just comes up out of the ocean. They're okay. Like, yeah. Like don't Australia have a name for
0: oh, it. Australia broke off from something else. But nicer than Australia
1: Are they not all connected under the water? No, that's what makes them continents I don't know, I'm not a geographer I'm a sexologist Somebody in the comments help us I'm just a
0: mechanic, mechanic, I'm sorry (laughs) I'm just going to apologize now
1: All right, so the continent psh, comes out oh, of the ocean. Don't have a name for
0: depths, it, right? Do you have a flag? Uh I mean, generally, like when I think about a continent, it's divided into like some countries. Okay, like we all have. I mean, we have different governments. We have different things that like support our economies. But you know what? We're not dulls to each other. That's like the one rule in my fantasy, and it's you know, it's a great place. Do you have open
1: borders? Probably. Like I can come and visit. Yeah, and mass transit,
0: free mass transit too. You know, things that we all love and want to have for ourselves. Trains. Well, I mean, high-speed trains.
1: High-speed trains. Yeah. Hot air balloons.
0: Yes. People are given creative rank are given opportunities, or can take opportunities to like, to express themselves, whether that's, you know, you're building a high-speed train or you're making a magnificent piece of (sighs) art. I mean... Give me a couple more hours. I could I probably draft something. But off the fly, I would say, yeah, I would prefer our own continent. Yeah, okay. Everything from, yeah. Yeah, everything from urban areas and city folk to rural areas and llama farmers and all that biz.
1: I'm glad I asked you this question because your answer <laughs> is fantastic. <laughs> I'm like, ah, yeah. What's your government structure? I mean, which one? Oh, yeah, because you yeah. have multiple countries. Right, right. Oh, Some people you have want...
0: republics. Some people don't.
1: Oh, you have space for everybody,
0: right? Also, also, and to be fair, like this particular continent, you just don't fuck around because if you're, you can't just like come in and colonize all that biz from other continents or countries, I mean, there's like a the whole thing. So
1: the rule for citizenship is kindness.
0: Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. Also, I'm sure there's plenty of questions like, "What if there's indigenous people there?" Okay. Oh, we'll just have to figure it out. They come
1: from the water. Possible. Do you know that mer people, mermaids, mermen, mer people um, have been a symbol for intersex I have because no idea. The, there's no genitals. Oh, I mean, it's fish, right? They can
0: reproduce on their own. I mean, well, sort of.
1: Fish don't, but like the niceness of like whatever is below my waist doesn't doesn't matter. Fucking matter doesn't to you? Fucking matter. Yeah. No. Unless I want it to. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about all of these things i'm trying to stay curious and not do harm in my curiosity so i think the reason why i ask you the questions about being a good ally is because i know that i have tripped on things and made mistakes you know areas where you might feel and not say ouch but i still i'm like oh Mm -hmm. actin you mean so much to me and your voice is so important i want it to be heard and i want you to feel safe and how do I do that without un- unintentionally
0: harming you? Right? right, right. I mean, we're getting to a level where you know, in terms of our personal interaction, interpersonal, personal interactions with each other, right? Where it's like you know, like emotional accountability is important for sure, right? Mm-hmm. I think you exercise it very well. Thank
1: you. Yeah, it's like you don't have to reassure me either. Like I don't want you to take care of me because I—that's I, not what I'm looking for in my concern. But um, I- yeah. Like, I want to give you space to say, hey, Lindsay, there's this one bullshit thing that you did, (laughs) and here's how you could do it
0: better. Well, I guess maybe the inverse for me then is that I don't necessarily want you to caretake for me. I mean, I think mm. I feel capable of saying, oh, there's this bullshit thing that happened. Can we talk about that?" Or at least I felt like there was this bullshit thing that happened. Maybe we could talk about it.
1: Go us, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll agree. Okay. To take care of ourselves. Perfect. And be kind. Yes. And I'll, um, you know, get my passport so I can hopefully come to your country. I have a passport. Use my passport so that I can come to your continent and countries within.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Any
1: other cool fantasy? that you have doesn't have to be related to this at all
0: oh boy um i had a really elaborate dream where i became a star baker on the great british baking show but that's (laughs) i think that was really just a little too much netflix (laughs) and i think i baked a loaf of bread (laughs) it was a loaf of bread that was the star reading. yeah and i was just like i really think i'm just into that show a little too much that was, that was about it. That was the most recent shenanigan where I was like, you know, that half sleep where you automatically realize you're in a dream mm-hmm, and you're just, you're just kind of messing around in your dream. You're like, I'm the star baker. Was it a particular type of bread? I have no idea. It was like a regular, like, you know, loaf of baguette. It was like a regular baguette. Like I just made like a, a sourdough baguette. And no rosemary? No, I don't know. It was like, that's the most amazing baguette.
1: <laughs> you are <a> star baker. <laughs>
0: All shake right. my hand and everything in my dreams is like ah uh, it's just a baguette but cool awesome i like it right right right
1: any other any conscious fantasies
0: oh boy usually that food mm, yeah
1: you, okay yeah what is your
0: favorite food uh i really like things with rice i know right <laughs> So, I did
1: not expect that answer and I <laughs> almost spit on <out> my milk <laughs> uh, I, I like the answer I'm not making fun of you I'm no, just really surprised
0: no it's hilarious uh so like if I could have a bowl of rice with some sort of like specialty cooked like I recently got a piece of pork belly and I'm I, I'm learning how to cook it and can't wait really, to eat that with some greens and rice so' literally fantasizing about recipes I super
1: is rice part of your culture like for me my paternal side is japanese Mm -hmm. and so rice is very much a part of that culture and so it feels like comfort food to me is there any of that for you
0: i mean yes but here's the thing you know i grew up uh, as a child of a single mother and and we grew up quite poor and so my mom when we went to the food bank yeah we would get a lot of like vegetables and you know the quintessential government cheese and and um just just boxes of rice but instant rice Mm. not even not even like a bag of brown rice or just a regular bag of jasmine rice It wasn't until I was a teenager and I think I was living with my father at this time. He asked me, he, hey, will you make the rice for dinner? And I didn't know how to make it because it wasn't instant rice. And my dad was aghast. He was, he kind of like made fun of me a little bit. And then I was like, kind of, fuck you, dude. And he's like, wait, have you never cooked rice? And I was like, I've never cooked rice. It's always been rice around me. And he was like, I am so sorry. Mm -hmm. And then he showed me how to make rice, and it was so delicious.
1: Oh, see, that's got an emotional connection. Right,
0: right, right. So it's like, I mean, I mean, to this I mean, yeah, I can eat rice and runny, I just choose not to, because it's, <laughs> as an adult, I'm like, oh. <laughs> i'm 40 <laughs> so nice i've earned
1: salary. my steam yeah, price yeah
0: yeah i mean and it probably wasn't riseroni it was whatever like knockoff brand that the government paid pennies on the dollar for to give to poor people so
1: okay so something with rice mm-hmm. you fantasize about food yes any yes. sex fantasies Ha ha ha! You want to share them? With, yeah. I'm a sexologist. Really, That's what
0: I want to know, man. I love that I was dancing around. I was like all the fantasies <laughs> but sex. Okay, fine. So recently, I realized that I kind of enjoy uh, wearing leather and/or chains and like looking kind of like tough guy, like
1: leather daddy style.
0: Uh, yeah, but like I would say leather ag daddy style. What's ag? Agricultural. <laughs> <laughs> How does that connect? Uh, does it doesn't. You, it's like, just... tuck some wheat in I there? mean, okay, like, so, like, usually my outfit is, uh, let's see, I got this red t-shirt and my biceps are, like, stretching out the cuffs, you know? Okay. And then I got this, like, silver, like, it's not even silver, it's actually just stainless steel chain uh-huh. that I wear, and then usually my tight work pants and boots, and then my steel hat that's super gnarly.
1: Okay, this is kind of becoming my fantasy. Yeah, keyboard. right? Like, yeah. so,
0: like, super, like, 40-year-old ag dad. Ag dad. Dad. Ag, dad
1: are your work pants leather is this the leather part no but i usually wear my
0: companion? leather boots and then i have a leather cuff um, yeah, yeah 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 i
1: feel like i've seen an iteration of this yes yes. Yeah. so i went to folsom street fair are you yes, familiar with that fun. yes yes um it's leather everywhere Oh well, yeah and then that evening it was like okay what are what are, should we go do let's go to the castro let's go to a movie the castro That's right there is one um part of an anthropocene series and it was on water in particular. Interesting. And one of the storylines followed the production of leather in Bangladesh and I can tell you that that was a really painful Mm. juxtaposition with the like, here's leather everywhere and sexual positivity, which I'm super into and then then here's people torturing themselves, making leather and then putting all of those hazardous chemicals into the water that they drink.
0: Yeah, oh boy. Anyway,
1: I don't mean to destroy your fantasy. It's
0: totally fine and I just want to qualify my leather interest as I need a touch of leather I don't need the full leather oh
1: hey, you've got the red shirt and the metal yeah I mean, those yeah. are probably manufactured in horrible ways too I
0: mean. <sighs> right, right. The
1: stress of consumerism. Okay. The, so the fantasy is to be wearing these things.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's and to be fair, like my fantasy did come to a realization. It was super fun. Mm-hmm. I, like spent some time at the font like a friend, and they were just like, yeah, yeah, that's this is hot. And I was like, this is hot too. Awesome. And so you were validated. I was validated.
1: And now I want like an outfit fantasy.
0: Right? It's fun. It's, it's super fun.
1: I mean I've had some, but not recently in, in this body, in my almost 40 body. I don't have the outfit fantasy. I always
0: thought yeah. that, I guess in some level I was never really allowed to have an outfit, a costume, or let me use the word costume fantasy. Who wasn't? Me, myself. Because, you know, some of the elaborate things that I was seeing, um, one, wasn't my bag. It didn't interest me in that way. And two, was like out of my price range. You know, when I did see something that activated that dress-up play fantasy that I envisioned in my mind, it was super... It's, it's super expensive, mm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's cost prohibitive if you're just a working person. Mm-hmm. But it all of a sudden, two things happened where I was like, "Wait, if this makes me feel sexy, it makes me feel fine in my body." I just didn't say, and I don't see like fine as in I feel okay for today. I like, <laughs> sexy as fine. <laughs> right like i want to i want to go out in this outfit and you know have sex with somebody later because they like find me attractive and i like feel super confident in that and um and i was like oh yeah that's nice that's awesome the other thing that changed was is that um the realization that um dressing up on a dime is totally legit yeah i'm a freaking mechanic i literally have the things that people fetishize Uh, I have to wear on a regular basis, you know, you know, and then access to, you know, things like hardware and like that you like the stainless steel chain. That's from my local hardware store. I mean,
1: oh, yeah, I think I've even did I send you pictures of the hardware store? I would send people pictures. Of the hardware store, because there would be entire ends of aisles that were all, like, BDSM equipment. That's I was like, when like when somebody the, here is the, arranging yeah. this on purpose. Yeah. yeah,
0: sorry to interrupt. When you go to the ag store, which mm-hmm. remain nameless, and you walk in and you see all the writing crops for, like, half of the price that you see online from these BDSM shops. I'm like, oh, oh, duh,
1: duh. <laughs> You just made so many people really happy. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, a
0: sex tip. I think, even when you think about when you're like flagging a kerchief, mm-hmm. right? You know, and my whole experience with a kerchief is like legit, we're out on the farm and you got it in your back pocket and you just blew a, like a big old snot into mm-hmm. it and put it back. You know, you see them online for 15 bucks or more mm-hmm. and I'm like, but that's, a, that's a 99 cent kerchief from the ag store. What? <laughs>
1: So, you could buy them from the egg store? I mean, back,
0: back when I was a kid, they were like 99 cents. They no, was, they're still around that. Yeah.
1: And then you can sell them on your site as just like, uh, you know.
0: They're not artisanal purchase. Just kidding. I'm kidding. They're from you. We can support you. <laughs> just mark them up. And we- I mean, there's plenty of people who hand dye that bit, And that is at like, least something where I'm like, oh, yeah, like that's hand dyed. And it's a specific pattern and, you know, something you put time and effort. I mean, like, when you're reselling me, like, a kerchief from the ag store, it makes me feel a little bit dated.
1: Well, I'm glad that you figured out their scheme and you can take care of yourself. All yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, I wanna know if wearing things that you associate with work impedes wearing them in your sex life.
0: I mean, funny, haha. Ha. I did a whole complete scene. And to be fair, like, I mean, was I wearing work pants and work shirt and, like, one of those, like, hot, you know, like those work vests? Yeah. Yeah, I did a whole scene. Like, what is it? Like just last year, maybe two years ago. And it was or, fine. Yeah, it was great. It was fine. I mean, the person who saw this scene was very much like satisfied with it. And I was just like, oh yeah, this, this is easy. Like, maybe I just set up my own OnlyFans fan. geez holy cow. <laughs> And they literally, they literally just were into seeing me like, like if I may be frank, whip out my dick, spit on it and jerk it off. And they were like, totally into it. Yeah. I was like, okay.
1: Webcam that shit acting. I know
0: people make so much money off that stuff. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Cool. I mean,
1: I ask because my job is sex. Mm -hmm. And then to go and have sex, I do have to work with my mind Mm -hmm. a lot to detach. So it's interesting that you can wear the, the uniform so to speak from work that even increases the association Mm. or would for me Mm -hmm. and still work through it
0: i mean in terms of everyday work life my job is pretty gross (laughs) i just i mean today just today i had to pull out a dead mouse out of an engine and Mm. i was like i was not into it i was grossed out i was like oh you're squishy oh You know, mm. I mean that—that's easy for me to separate. Good, good. <laughs> like, visuals like that. I'm all like, not sexy, not sexy at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So
1: well, well. F- so we could give some to credit for people to find out the uniform, the costume, etc. For costume their sex Yeah,
0: yeah. The things that I mean. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. No, no, no. Also, I mean, for me, something is something is wearing a chain, and my work boots was like, oh, that's super hot.
1: Why did I never think about
0: that before?
1: What's the budget limit that you want to set?
0: Oh, I didn't spend more than twenty bucks. Damn. Dang. Yeah, and that includes the jock strap that I bought to go with that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love it. I love it so much.
0: And I got three.
1: And you got three.
0: I got three for that price. Oh. I, I didn't feel, know that they sold like jock those... straps in like <laughs> bulk. I feel like I'm one of those moms who's like talking about all the coupon deals yes. <laughs> <on> the grocery. <laughs> Guess what, ladies? Check out this deal. Yeah, I could totally that's what I kind of feel like right now.
1: Okay, so bonus extra credit. If you can somehow integrate a coupon in your sex fantasy purchase, you get bonus
0: points. I'm so down with that. I think I have a coupon at the house. It's gonna be perfect for this.
1: <laughs> I don't have coupons. I, <laughs> I don't to get
0: coupons. <laughs> Okay,
1: fair. Yeah, good. Uh, by the way, this episode is supported by people at Patreon.com slash podcasts In particular, our boss patrons, Donna Flint, Ben Trammell, Zipwa, and the Millers. Yeah. Want to do kegels?
0: Okay, I'm ready. Main squeeze, squeeze it good. Um, is there a certain way that you do them? Um, I actually do them, like, absentmindedly. Like when I'm like at work in front of the computer. Okay, when I'm at work, <laughs> again, work is becoming very I, sexy. It's literally like I'm at the computer. I'm like, oh, yeah, because I'm always like a firm believer that you need. It's like part of that core exercise. That I feel like I just need.
1: Okay. So how you're doing core exercises when you're at the computer. Yeah. All right. Coach me. Here we go. I'm going to put my feet on the floor. Sit up straight. Well, yeah. is that how you sit when
0: you're at the computer? I don't even sit. I stand. I find it easier do. to stand. Oh, than you handles. stand. Yeah.
1: Whoa. What? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. If you, you coach me, I'm going <laughs> to i'm gonna be with you okay so mike is a little low but that's okay Ready? yeah like, i'm like doing them right now okay. it's like totally easy wait you're you're so tall okay you're standing i'm
0: standing now I'm what sitting, and i'm just like i usually do 10 but
1: how are you doing core exercises while you're standing you're just well, like, like tucking your do this. butt in or like, you're clenching so, like, your abs
0: you clench the abs, and then you cl- you clench the butt.
1: Clench the abs. Yeah. Clenching the butt. Okay, yeah. now where's the kegels?
0: Happening right now as I'm clenching. Yeah.
1: You're doing your kegels as part of the whole thing. I gotta like, keep myself entertained. But you, are you doing them consciously? Or? Well, on
0: my computer, I usually, like, Every time you hit in, I'm all, like, the
1: space bar, i like,
0: like... Look, okay, if I'm typing like this, I'm doing them right now. Yeah.
1: That is really convenient. Yeah, that's like a good reason to stand and type yeah. if you can. If you I not everybody can stand, but if you can stand and type, yeah, you like. I'm kind of locked in to a Kegel. Yeah,
0: if in all honesty, I tend to do them when I'm bored. Too. And when you're what? When I'm bored. Like, if you've ever been to a lecture series, or maybe a poetry reading, or a speech, or and then you're just kind of like entertaining yourself, and you're just like, I'm just going to do a set of details, count to ten. I'm just going to do ten count. Just doing it.
1: I am so impressed by your commitment. What are you talking
0: about? I thought everyone did that. Oh, no. One of my friends, years and years and years ago, uh, she was like, haven't you ever done it like, don't you do kegels? I was like, no, what the, what the hell's a kegel? Right? I had no idea. Like, I do not even know that was a thing that people with like, that we could do.
1: Yeah. Right? That's how a lot of people are.
0: Yeah. And then we had this whole enough conversation. She ended up showing me how to do it. And then like, she's like, yeah, I do it all the time. You got to keep that. She Word for word. You got to keep that shit tight. I was like, okay.
1: And then you have been doing them. Yeah. Yeah. Or was it a situation where you realized you had been doing it the whole time?
0: It was something that I was like, I don't I mean, there was always that sensation, like, but like as a response to something, but not intentional. Like, I didn't know there was a name for it or that people did exercises until so my friend was like, oh yeah, you should really exercise that. Good friend. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Good friends. Good well, friends tell you to do your kegels.
0: Good friends also tell you that if you do 10 kegels in a row, you, you, you orgasm.
1: Ten in a row.
0: Ten in a row. The rule is: is if you do ten in a row, you're, you should, or you should, you should orgasm. You'll orgasm.
1: You've heard it here on this explanations podcast. Yeah, huh? ten in a row. Must be true. Come, 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 <laughs> come, come, come. I have told people on the show when we're doing Kegels that I will count them or mm-hmm. um, you know coach, but I have to be careful with how many I actually do because it is orgasmic.
0: Right, right. right. So I, that's why I only do ten in a row because then I'm like, right, orgasm right now. I'm done for the day. I can do, <laughs> I can do another ten tomorrow.
1: I love it. I love it. Do you get sore? No. Okay, good. You must be doing them a lot. You must have really, really, really strong PCs.
0: Funny ha ha, I do have to work on my core a lot because I, my hip is painful for me. And mm. if I don't keep my core, like my, my kegel, mm-hmm. kegels. Oh. Your
1: PC, your PCs are the muscles, the kegels are the exercise. Thank you.
0: I just like threw them in there as like an excuse to be like I'm dedicated to keeping my core up to date.
1: Yeah. Well, it sounds like your core is buff. So lucky yeah. you. Yeah. Because some people, when they do 10, they are crampy the next day.
0: Oh. They ache. Here's the thing, um, I never did Kegels. When I was still menstruating, I never Mm -hmm. did Kegels when I was menstruating. It was awful.
1: And you think that Kegels reduce menstrual cramps?
0: It was for whatever reason. It was during that time where you know that period of time right before you start heavy bleeding right and you're just like oh man my period's kind of awful Feel it. The,
1: I, my back
0: yeah it's kind of like the backache and if I ever did Kegels, Kegels then, it was just like I just felt crampy on that. but after that point in time if I did Kegels it was fine I
1: think everyone's different right Yeah,
0: Like it's just, everyone's got like that weird body thing
1: but I like that you know what to do mm-hmm. and hopefully people out there can try similar uh, experiments to find out when Kegels are useful and will when they will
0: not <laughs> orgasm after 10 or like 10 kegels who doesn't i mean that's the question i wonder if people are going to ask themselves like if i do 10 kegels in a row like well, here's my question okay here's my question do you do them in succession of 10 or do you like kegel pause kegel pause
1: we've done them in all sorts of different ways okay. on the show, so we do them every week. And I would like to have a buff set of PCs, the pelvic mm. floor. Um, I have done them like clench ten, relax ten, um, clench ten, like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 9, 10. Hold, you wow. know, all different ways. Push down for ten. Mm.
0: Oh, I was going to point out also the other reason why I do the focus on the kegels because I had a hysterectomy last year.
1: So. Congratulations! Uh it was a bit of a cancer scare, but oh, yes, congratulations
0: okay. for me. So it came out not cancerous. And I was like, sweet, cool. But yeah, that's also the reason why I concentrate on kegels.
1: How was that experience? You know,
0: I previously when I was in a hospital, I was in the hospital for like a pretty disastrous infection a few years back. And that was awful. Um, last year the doctors were pretty great and was actually a, a woman doctor who had a who has a peer who concentrates on trans health. And so this particular doctor actually took the initiative to talk to her peer. And get some advice on my on my on my case and got back to me. Yes, A plus. Yeah, and uh A. And uh, she was like, if anyone, I mean, side note, if anyone says anything to you, you tell me. And I was like, oh. Uh, oh I was I was like, oh wow. And she said it in a way that I was all like, i get up, I'm getting what you're putting down. Thank you very much. Uh, Appreciate that. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. So um, I was a little worried, obviously, because of the, the weird, um, stuff that was, I was having some really not so great symptoms. And that was a thing that a lot of, I feel very privileged because I do have insurance and I do have access to healthcare, but a thing for trans guys who are getting older, you know, things that you may experience atrophy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Which can cause a whole host of symptoms and make you, uh, susceptible to infection and things like cancer. So yeah, remember how I was talking about, like, if you have money to give to a clinic that offers, like, trans health services, you should get them money so they can continue those services. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, man, now I'm like, oh, I need to do another explanations episode on that. right? Or, or at least find out where <sighs> the guidance is for people as a resource. I'm going to
0: tell you right now, there's not a lot.
1: Yeah, that's why it needs to exist.
0: Yeah, like again, and this is all in the Montana and like, how freaking how fortuitous is that, right? Wow. Oh, I'm okay.
1: Yeah. Did you know that one in three people with the uterus will have a hysterectomy?
0: Right, yeah. By, yeah. I, I literally, well, years ago I had a, a doctor told me that I didn't need to have a hysterectomy even though I was I had transitioned and you know even though I was presenting as male and I was like hey like I'm not like I don't know there's like my own research, research that I've done about like whether or not I need to have a hysterectomy mm-hmm. and this person legitimately told me is like well you might change your mind and I'm, I'm not going to gloss over the people who do change their mind people do change their minds mm-hmm. whether it's because they want to talk <laughs> like or whatever their reasons some people do but when somebody legit comes at you with concerns and information they're like Look, I'm pretty sure I'm never gonna have children. I'm pretty sure that, like, I've been having some weirdness about, like, some symptoms around my uterus that are mm-hmm. what I've read, not not okay. Do you think I should have a hysterectomy? And instead of just, like, let me look into that. Let me look into that. I gotta, you might change your mind. I'm like, I'm like fuck you. you know?
1: Yeah, it sounds like that it was about the person's intention, that it's almost like they wanted you to change your mind. And it wasn't necessarily openness to the human experience. I don't know.
0: Or human health, even. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah, which is
0: particularly frustrating.
1: I mean, similar things are said to people all the time, like, "Oh, no, we're not going to give you a vasectomy," or "No, you're not going to, you can't have tubal ligation or whatever because you might want to have children." But Ugh. it's, I think,
0: I mean, yeah, it's
1: different, and it's also like, hey, this is my this is my body to make decisions right. about, right. and if I. And whatever age or whatever gender, and I want the health information, then give me the health information and not your your personal stance on whether or not I should have this body part or procreate or whatever.
0: Right. Which brings us to last year, you know, where they're, you know, that year they were like, hey, hello, we would love to biopsy your uterus, but we can't because it's literally falling apart. It might be cancer. We don't know. We should probably get a hysterectomy.
1: It's falling apart.
0: I mean, falling apart is my worst. <laughs> like, they literally are like, we want to, we can't biopsy it because it's it's too it's too fragile fragile. so who knows what it's doing in there
1: i'm so (laughs) curious i want to learn so much now
0: (laughs) yeah i was like uh cool man
1: cool well is there anything else that you think people should know let's say an audience of twenty thousand people you like you are a wise person you've had lots of experiences you're 40
0: gross (laughs) that while i'm a little bit younger than you uh i guess i i i I want i mean we talked about earlier about being kind to each other and i guess i mean i guess my expectations a little bit higher i think Mm -hmm. and maybe it is an expectation maybe it's i desire a little bit more i mean you just said yourself that you were going to do all this research and i was like yeah that's awesome it's also i i uh, Gosh, do I put this into words? There's more than just being kind to people. I mean, there's also um, being able to to listen to somebody when they're asking for help or just listen to somebody when they're not asking for help. And there's more, there's uh, there's um, being angry at something and being angry with somebody when they're angry at something, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess what i <laughs> this is so hard to say. It like, sounds
1: like you're acting for asking for activism.
0: I guess so, but on a level that's, you know, <sighs> let me just qualify that. Yeah, I'm asking for activism. I mean, not everyone could be in that spot. Like, Like, hell, I'm not even in that spot most of the time, you know? And I can tell you when, like, I see a thing and it makes me feel bad, it makes me want to change that thing. And I I hope it it does for everyone else.
1: I I will hold myself accountable to the things that I am curious about and put into action, Uh, ways to be of help, ways to be useful so that I'm not just kind and kind of a passive way of, like, yes, I will be nice and I will create this safe space. But beyond that, I will somehow improve the situation that we're in as a community i'm down thanks
0: man that safe space
1: i oh, will will you do me a favor oh yeah will you name your comment? <laughs> comment <laughs> at some down. point you don't have to do it now <laughs> <laughs> but i i think this needs to exist and i think that as the
0: we're gonna have to take an online poll
1: you are the person to do it you realize that right I mean there's so many things are going on because like
0: I mean I'm gonna have to plan for everything because like you know if there's an indigenous population we have to draw treaties that we keep not just write for no reason and then not follow them at all in any shape form or way you know you actually have to like connect with people and be like hey we're immigrants to your country to your land and we move here too you know like things like that you have to talk about you know you can't just like name a thing willy nilly and expect people to be like my fanny continent see the problems with having a fantasy continent
1: i love that your fantasy continent has indigenous people I, mean, wouldn't it? I think it just comes out of the ocean and then you take a boat and you're like ta-da! my fantasy realized <laughs> my <laughs> continent <laughs> Or it just cracks off from everything else under your feet and then gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger.
0: That is some straight up mythical business going on. I um, I like it. I like it.
1: Okay. You can do a Twitter poll. I'll let you know when this episode is going to come out. Thank you. And then I will retweet it. and But you will have to come up with some options. Okay. Or an, oh, or what you could do is ask the question and then take from those some of your favorites that you like, the favorite okay. names that you like, and okay. then put it in a Twitter poll.
0: That sounds like a great plan. I like it. Okay, thirteen. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Anything else? That's it. All right. Action. Thank you for being on the Sexplanations YouTube channel, sharing your experience and creating this beautiful viral video for people to relate to. And thank you for being on the Sexplanations podcast.
0: I know, I'm really excited. Thank you. I'm really over my nervousness now. And uh, thank you for having me. We did it. had a great time.
1: Yeah, me too. And uh, every time I stand up and do Kegels now, I'm going to think of you. You look so shocked about
0: it. I was like, I do that all the time. What are you talking about?
1: I probably do it and don't realize (laughs) it. But now, now I'm going to be thinking about you. Alright, uh, thank you. Yeah, beautiful. And Cora and Paro, I'm still
0: learning.